Okay, Shalom Aleichem everyone. Mishnichnas Adar Marvin Besumcha. And I must say, it's a, it's a real Sumcha to be gathered here to learn some Torah together. And um, I think it could be that for the first time in a year, the people inside the base Midrash outnumber the people on Zoom. Yes! Um, speaking of Zoom and uh, this past year, it's unbelievably apropos the topic that we're going to be having. I, I just realized this, how much it connects to the experience that we've been having. The theme of Purim, as we're going to see soon, is that Adar is the last month of the year. And what happens when things come to an end? Come, you know, It's been a good run, accomplished some wonderful things, and now it's coming to an end. Now what? That's going to be a topic we're discussing. So I realized, it's much unbelievable, last year Purim, we still had the Kolo Suda here inside, even though there was already something, something came from China, so, Probably she's going to be okay. Just make sure to wash your hands really well, and uh, and it was really in Nissan that like things really uh, you know shoes closed down, etc. And now we find ourselves in Adar. Nissan is the first month of the year. Adar is the last month of the year. We find ourselves. Almost a full year later, the end of the year of Corona, um, Baruch Hashem, many people have uh, have have already been vaccinated. I, you know, I, I've already been vaccinated. I've been first encouraged me to try as much as I could to get vaccinated, so that people should should know not to be concerned. I've encouraged other people, uh, especially people that are involved in the community, and um, you know, therefore. It really feels like we are reaching an end, and the question is going to be, what are we going to do with that end? And that's going to be kind of the topic of today. Uh, this this sof, this end that, that we're coming to. So that that's going to be that, that's just a little bit of uh, our shaykhs to the shir that we're going to be that we're going to be trying to go through, trying to experience, trying to connect to. There's a uh, a, a, a peladika. Duke, the Rav Tzadik brings it from the from the Kadmonim, which means the Gdolim Mekubalim, maybe the Arizal or someone. He doesn't say who it is. I, I didn't find exactly um, someone saying it. Everyone, everyone speaks to it. This concept that um, Yom Hakipurim, Yom Kippur is called Yom Hakipurim, is Kipurim. It's Kemopurim. It's like Purim. Which, you know, people uh, people have a extremely hard time w- w- with such a concept. Although it's like, wow, it's unbel- I mean, you, you hear it in the words. It's like it hits. It's it's right there, and uh, it helps a person to kind of get aroused and excited about Purim for a minute. Like, wow, you know, Yom Kippur is only Kippurim. So, like Purim, that's really unbelievable, right? Um, but. Like, don't say that word before Yom Kippur. 
<laughs> be, totally kill people's Neila Daphne. Like, don't worry, you got poor. That's much higher, right? So, yeah, and if you think about it, it's it's very schwer. Memra of the Kadmonim, right? Very, very difficult. You're telling me Purim, which is a Yom, it's a Durabonim, it's not a full Yom Tov, they, they, they thought about to make it a Yom Tov, they didn't make it into Yom Tov, there's no Shvizis Malacha. That's, that's, uh, you know, the Yom Kippur, which is Shabbos Shabbosim, uh, you know, perhaps the holiest day of, of the whole year, that that's that, that that's only Kippurim. How you talking? I mean, you know. Besides which, Derech Hashem lays it out very clearly. That's Bukhla not the case. Obviously, Yom Kippur is much, much, much higher. So, so how do we relate to to this concept? And don't don't get depressed. I'm not going to burst your bubble. Like you know, as Hashem, we will walk away. Understanding the Purim is very harsh of a day. Okay. Um, so first of all, Luchaira, the, the the Kadmonim are coming from uh, from Midrash that says that uh, Purim is called Al Shem Yom Kippurim. The Asidin leis Anik Bay uli uli miinui leonig. That in the future we're, we're gonna we're gonna be it's, it's gonna uh, it's gonna change from. Inui affliction to only Yom Kippur, and, and, and it'll be and it'll be uh, a joyous day, like Purim. And by the way, uh, the, I have I have printouts of the main Meir Makomos, so you you don't have to worry about taking notes, etc. So, um, they maybe in my office. You can you can pick them up after this year. Um, okay, so. So that so that, so that's the makor that uh, that laosid laosid lavo yom kippur is going to become like purim that is going to have the onig. So okay, good. Still have, still have to understand it, but at least uh, at least some sort of a marmakum. So let's try to understand the, the, the Indian. As we started this year with Adar. And the Purim story is really a story of the Sof, of the end. What happens in the end? The Pasuk and Dvarim says, Ki banu mubanu, so sh- uh, Moshe Rabbein is telling us that you're going to settle in Eretz Yisrael, and you're going to live there, and you're going to have children and grandchildren, you're going to have, ba'aretz, and you will have, you'll grow old in the land. You, you, you're going to kind of... Uh, Stagnate. You're gonna. You're gonna lose that youthful vigor, and you're gonna go and you're gonna work, worship over the Zara, and you're gonna do this, and you're gonna do all sorts of despicable things, and you're gonna be you're gonna be destroyed from the land. That's the nevua. That, that's the nevua that uh, that we have in Sefer Dvarim. The Gemara in Gittin, the Peches, says. That Hashem did an unbelievable miracle. Uh, he was makdim. He uh, the the Golos, by two years. He exiled us two years earlier than than really was supposed to. 
so that it shouldn't be the numerical value of the Noshantam. The Noshantam is Gematria 852, and the and uh, Ula says that Hashem exiled us 850 years after we settled the land, so that we shouldn't reach the Madrega of the Noshantam. And says Rashi, because if we would reach the Madrega of Noshantam, then the continuation of the next Pasuk would, would be fulfilled, which is that you'll be des- destroyed, you'll be destroyed. So it would have been an absolute annihilation of Klausel. You would have, we would have gotten to, to full old age to the end of it, and that's it. That, 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 that's, that's where it's the self. That's, that's the end. So Hashem exiled us two years prior to that, so we shouldn't reach the very end. So you see here a concept of Klausrel kind of reaching the end of their uh, the end of their rope. You know, it, you think about every um, regime, every, every every culture, every society, every country, uh, whatever you want to call it, every empire. Right? There's there's the rise, maybe even for a, quite a long time, a, a, a ride. And, 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 then, and then there's a fall. The Shantam. And I think to a certain extent everybody sees it happening with America right now. The Shantam. It's, uh, America has had its time. Unbelievable country. And then you start becoming decrepit. You start becoming old. The, you know, what happens with age? A youthful person uh, one cell becomes old uh, or aged or, or morphed or you know, cancers, whatever it is, fine, the body just gets rid of it and pushes it away, and then another one, another one, another. but the point is the mistakes, the, the, the mutation errors, etc., they, they begin to, to compound, right? And it becomes more and more burdensome where, where you can't, where you can no longer replace it properly. And things just kind of begin, be, begin to get more and more difficult, more and more strained, and, uh, and eventually the system gives out. That, that's what happens, that's what happens with old age. And, and the Pasuk is telling Klausel, the Noshantam, you're going to get old. And then you'll be destroyed. And that's really the story of Purim. Right? Under Moshe Rabbeinu, Klausel left, we just read these partials. Left Mitzrayim, B'yad Ramah, with all the unbelievable Nisim, the Niflos, with the Kriyas Yamsuf, with the Matan Torah, unbelievable things. And we come into our soil and the conquest, little by little, pushing out the other nations, eventually building the base Hamigdish in Yerushalayim under David Melech, Shlomo Melech with the, with the base Hamigdish. And then there's a splitting between the northern tribes and the southern tribes and the challenges and some of the. You know, sometimes we, we kind of manage to pick ourselves up a bit, then we kind of slip, for, slip more. That we kind of lose some wealth to, to, to the to the series. Okay, we managed to kind of regain some of those losses. We got the ten tribes going into exile. Okay, we got some of them back. Yeah, but it's it's uh, everybody sees where it's going eventually, right? Then you get into a Vodazara. and eventually the base of militia is destroyed, and by the Babylonians, and they they take Colossal out into into slavery. And that's where the story ends for every single civilization, 
for every single empire, for every people, for every culture, for every religion. There's the rise and there's the fall. And that's, and that's the story of Purim. And that's what Haman said. The, the Gemara in Megillah, that Yud Gimel, says that when Haman saw that the poor fell out of Adar, he was so much simcha gdola. He rejoiced a tremendous joy. Because he knew that Moshe Rabbeinu died in Adar. Zayin Adar. So what does that mean? It means that this is the month where it comes to them. That glorious beginning that Klausel had as an Uma under Moshe Rabbeinu comes to an end, and it comes to an end in Adar. And the morale explains that it's not, it's not by coincidence, of course, Adar is the last of the months. So, it's the month that is appropriate. It's not, by Klausel, nothing is bimikra, nothing is a coincidence. Klausel begin in Nisan with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's the birth of Klausel. That's Moshe Rabbeinu Revealing himself, and uh, and then and then the end is going to be another. So so uh, that's that's why Haman rejoiced such 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 a big joy. Not only that, we know that that Chazal themselves see a remez to the concept of Adar and Purim being the soul in the in the Lamnatzeach. Right, the the, the, the capital half base called says Ayelas uh, Shachar, and it's referring to Purim. So the Gemara wants to know, the Gemara in Yuma wants to know why uh, Amar of Asi Lama Nimshela Esther Lishachar. Why is Esther compared to the Shachar to the morning? So Omer Lacha Ma Shachar Sof. Alosa Shachar, that is. So Alosa Shachar means that first beam that goes up, right? that first beam of light that goes up, it's still pitch black, but that first beam of light that goes up, Ma Hashachar, Sof Kol Alayla, Af Esther, Sof Kol Hanisim. This is the end. This is the end of all the miracles. And indeed, that's... Uh, That was the end. That was the end of the the the, the miracles that were nisanly kosev. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Shakol Niyevitkara. Okay, so that's so that's concept number one that we want to lay down for our understanding of Purim. A foundational concept. Adar is the end of the month. Purim is a story of Klausel dealing with the Sof. What happens when we when we reach the end? When we reach the Sof, Mrs. Moshe Rabbeinu, Sof Kolanisim. What's going to be? Now the truth is that there's a When we talk about the Sof, we also mention the Haskal at the beginning. 
And the beginning, we said, is Nisan. Nisan, that's, 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 when, the, that's when the beginning happens. Um, the first month of the year, Rosh HaChadoshim, to call us left Mitzrayim. So the truth is that the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah has a Machlaikas. Machlaikas Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua when the world was created. Was the world created in Tishrei or was the world created in Nisan? Uh, famous, uh, famous Rabbeinu Tam, the Rabbeinu Tam, the great Baltosos, Rabbeinu Tam says, Eilu ve'elu diver lukim chaim. They're both right. And uh, just the Tishrei, all of the Machshava, in Tishrei, Hashem thought to create the world, and in Nisan, Hashem actually created the world. Now, uh, some people are left very puzzled with such a statement. What does it mean? In Tishrei, Hashem thought to create the world. What's meant us? Hashem is certainly not within time. He's not within the Chadash. He's not in Tishrei, right? So, what does it mean? He, he thought to create the world, and you know, he thought to create the world, and he decided to wait for six months? Oh. What does that mean? So, the, the, the Ramak, uh, part of the Srimonim, says that uh, it's important people should know Hashem's Machshavas are not like our Machshavas. Our machshavas, we think things and nothing, and nothing happens unless you carry your machshavas out lemaisa. By Kodesh Baruch his machshavas are poil. If he wants something, it happens. So, so, so it's a bria. It, it is a creation of a mitzvah. The, 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 the difference is that. So, then what's the difference between machshav and maisa by Hashem? That uh, the Leshem explains this, like the difference. Just like by us, that there's no comparison to how much more concrete an action is than a machshava. In a machshava, it's it's it has no physical embodiment to it uh, compared to compared to the physical action. That's a marshal for us to understand. If Hashem creates something so 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 spiritual, that compared to when Hashem creates it, b'maisa. It's as if the other one was only b'machshava. That, that that's how much more abstract and more, uh, and more spiritual that earlier creation is than than the than the creation of b'maisa. Okay, hamayven yavan. But so Eishi, it it comes out that we have two two roshe hashana. We have we have tishrei nisim. And we have a, even a little bit of a divide between them. The, the, the Tishrei is, is the beginning of the days of the year, and Nisan is the beginning of the months of the year. And now I'll pee the, I'll pee the, the Rabbeinu Tam, the Tishrei is the Machshava, or what we call the more spiritual aspect of the creation, of the, of the beginning of the world. And Nisan is the more physical uh, creation of the world. So if he that, it comes out lahafli that the year has two beginnings, and the male of the year has two endings, right? So when the year begins in Nisan, so it ends in Adar, and when the, when the be- year begins in Tishrei, so it ends in what? Yom Kippur. 
was a trick question. <laughs> right, so L. What? Get an extra 10 days, which we'll talk about in a minute, why that is. So first, so I just want to show you that the same, the, 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 the parallel between Adar um, with its Purim and Elul or Tishrei with its Yom Kippur. So says the says the Midrash, Socher Tov, Kol Amodim Asidli is battle. In the future, all the modem are going to be cancelled out. They're all going to be uh, made redundant, unnecessary, unimportant. Why, what, when is that? That's when Mashiach comes. When Mashiach comes, the revelation of Hashem is going to be so big that everything else, the, the Yitzhiyas, what are all the, what are all the modem? Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. Right? Which is, which is all has to do with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So the gilu of of of, of, of Hashem in the world was so big that that's what we always uh, connect to through that. But lost Lavo, with the coming of Mashiach, Bez Hashem very soon, Pimirave Amenu, say Amen. So that's going to become uh, like uh, unnecessary because a tremendous revelation of Kol Shemayim that's going to happen through that. But, says the Midrash, that's true for all the Moedim except for Purim and Yom Kippur. Why except for Purim and Yom Kippur? So, well, Maral explains, because Purim is, we, we were already on death row. We were already handed over to Haman to be annihilated. Now, if Klaus are annihilated, is it Shaykh that Mashiach is going to come afterwards and, the, and all the salvation and everything and all the tremendous giluim of Fod Shemayim in the world is going to happen? No. Masha'ain came, all the other modim. Right? All the other modim are not absolutely essential. Even if Hashem never took us out of Mitzrayim, even if Hashem never gave us the Torah, even if we never regained them on the Akavad, Hashem could still afterwards come and, and save us and, and, and reveal his, his honor in the world. Mashiach could still come if Hashem wanted to. So, Yenach the Moedim is the greatest thing that we've ever imagined. But it's, but it's not absolutely, once Mashiach comes, it could have been without them also. Mashiach came by Purim, that if the salvation of Purim wouldn't have happened, and all Klausel would have been annihilated, like was meant to happen, like I said, we were death row, so then, that, that's it. So then, so then the story has to contain in it the story of Purim. The story of Mashiach, you cannot tell the story of Mashiach without telling the story of Purim with it. Because, says the Maral, just like on Purim, Amalek was out to destroy our goof so too on Yom Kippur, the, the Samach Mem, the, 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 the Satan, is out to destroy us, Mitzad Arnashamas. With the Kitrug and Shemayim to get Exardin on us to annihilate. The same exact way that Amalek and Haman was doing in the physical sense down here. And so again, the same point comes across 
that if, if not for Yom Kippur, Chalasir would never make it to Mashiach. And so you cannot tell the story of Mashiach without including in it the story of Yom Kippur. So here we see that you have the, the, the two salvations. The Klausel were already on, on death row and we we're going to be annihilated and we're saved. Our goof is saved in the physical sense, preserved in the physical sense. That's in Purim, that's in Adar. And like we said, Nisan being the physical creation of the world. So then the end of that cycle is Adar. And there, we're, our physical bodies were going to be destroyed by, by Haman, by Amalek. And so to Tishrei, which is the beginning of the world, of the spiritual aspect of the world, of the, so to speak, the Neshama of the world, of the Machshava, the language of the Rabbeinu Tam, so then the end of that culminates, of course, in the judgment of Rosh Hashanah, where we're... we're where Klausel really should be annihilated, and then, be because of the Kitrug of the, of the Satan, because Mitzad are Nishomas now, not Mitzad are Guf, and we're safe from that as well. Safe from that on Yom Kippur. So that's the, we're seeing unbelievable parallelism now, between Yom Kippurim, is Kippurim. The two of them are doing the same job. One in a physical sense, and one in a spiritual sense. Now, I, I, I joked with you very briefly, and, and asked you, when is that day of salvation from the annihilation of Rosh Hashanah? Right? When is the end of that year? So it's, so it's tricky, so first of all, some of you said, well, it's the end of Elul, and you're kind of right. By the way, how long is a year? Does anyone know how many days is a year? Very good. Do you know either one? 365 and 354. Okay. So how many days is the difference between them? 11. Look at that guy, unbelievable. Okay, we got to keep you in learning. <laughs> So the Gon says that's why we add after Rosh Hashanah another 10 days until Yom Kippur. Because that's the difference in the, the lunar year and the solar year. You still technically have Mitzad the solar year you still have another 10 days. Not counting the extra little bit that's going to be accounted for in the, in, in the leap. Um, so so good. So, so, that's, so, so, so Yom Kippur is really the salvation from the Kitrug of the Rosh Hashanah, that, that happened in Rosh Hashanah. Now, but still you might ask, yeah, but why is it happening after the fact? You know, you, you're going to save somebody from, from annihilation, you should save them beforehand. Like what happens in others. So the truth is, Adara, but the truth is, it's, it's, it's better the way it happens in Tishrei. It, 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 it's, uh, it's more Mukhruch. And I'll tell you, uh, a hush of a Yidiyah, something that people don't understand about, about Birkas Agomel. A little bit of a tangent. Birkas Hagomo, people say, oh, I was in a, I was in a real, I was driving, and like, 
And this guy pulled out of nowhere. And like, if I would have hit, wouldn't have hit the brakes and like spun out a little bit, he just drove right. Otherwise, it would have like it was going to be a head-on collision. I, w- I would have been a goner, right? Baruch Hashem, you missed me. I, I got to make a birkas agomol, right? So the truth is, it's not not so poshut, right? Uh, maybe maybe someday it's like that in, in the post game, but lachari should not be making a birkas agomol. And and the reason is because birkas agomol is not if it was a close call. Right, close call. So what? I mean, for all you know, we have a hundred close calls all the time. There's close calls you don't even know about, right? That doesn't doesn't mean that a person was going to be. There. Look at the examples the Chazal say for what a person makes a birkas agomol. Does anybody know what the four who the four people are make a birkas agomol? Prison, uh, crossing the sea. Um, that's two. That's not bad. Yeah. Who? The desert or something. Crossing the sea, crossing the desert. Good. And being sick. Being sick. Yeah, be, okay. Well, getting up from a sick bed, right? So just, I just want to change that one first one. They said being in prison, um, it, it's actually, it's you know, probably more accurate to describe this as being in a dungeon. Right? I mean, we think of prison nowadays as like, you know, you, I have my rights. I, I want to see my lawyer, right? That, that, that's, not, that's not what Hazar are talking about. They're talking about a person who went into the London Tower, you know, like people go in there. They don't necessarily come out. If you do, it's a miracle. <laughs> um, so, so all these cases are cases where the person is basically presumed dead. Unless you find out otherwise. I mean, they're already in a state of, like, like we said, death row, right? So b- basically, uh, being in the, in, in, in the uh, Tower of London, being in the... Uh, you know, in, uh, on death row where... Minastami, the, guys, the, the person's going to get killed. Right or a person is uh, is uh, on a deathbed, right? And then he gets up, he gets up from the bed. So 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 for, so for that you make a birkas agomo, because the person was was uh, he was dying. Yeah, the huadin, which again for us less relatable, of tra- traveling through the desert, traveling through the sea, because we're we take them so uh, so lightly, but uh, but back then it was it was you're going into a place. Where you cannot survive. Now you, you're coming well armed. You got bottles of water and you got, you know, equipment and things. And, and you, you know you're going to try your best to yes survive. But uh, but to that place itself, if you stay there, you can't you can't live in that place. So those are the four th- those four things are, are things where a person is already beheskus dead. He's already in a place where death ha- has grabbed him. And then, if afterwards death lets go, that's a birkas agomo, right? So that, that's what that's what it takes to be hatsola, to be saved, right? So really, the way it happens on Rosh Hashanah is good. Meaning, there's already a psag din; it's already happened. It's not that you want to get it before you. Know, let's have Yom Kippur before Rosh Hashanah. So what you're being saved from? Nothing happened yet. Only once is a psagdin, and then you get a kapara, and then you get, and then you get it overturned. That's a hatsala. So if that's the case, in fact, you can ask a question. So why? So why does the Gemara say that on Purim we went mimovas lechaim? Went from the dead to the living. The Gemara says, how did they know? All the Nevi'im didn't add any mitzvahs. To the to the Torah, except except uh, now, why? Because the mere kol shekain. If by Yitzias Mitzrayim, 
that we that that, that, that there it was mishibud legula, and we took on mitzvahs. So so is the Gemara in Shabbos by by the, by the Kabbalah Torah? No, what Perak? It's good. Okay. So 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 kol so kol shekain mi malvus lechayim, right? So 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 how is it called malvus? So the answer is because since already we've been given over to Haman, Achishveres already gave it to Haman. Haman already wrote the letters. It was already a decree that was sealed, signed, and sent. So that's it. It's already even though it didn't happen yet, but it's already been you know sent out. Just like just like on Rosh Hashanah with Yom Kippur. The difference is that on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur you can actually have it so to speak done. And then afterwards, retroactively undo it because it hasn't yet happened in the physical world. If in the physical world we, we, we actually um, were, if Purim took place in ten days into Nisan, right, it would be, be, be a little bit too little, too little too late, right? So Mashiach came by uh, by Yom Kippur. It could be in Tishrei. It doesn't have to be in in El to save us. Okay. So so we established that the year has two beginnings, the year has two ends. The two beginnings are beginning in, in, in let's call it, beginning in the Shama, is in Tishrei, and the end of that is in Rosh Hashanah, and the Hatzola from that Mavis is in Yom Kippur, and the physical Analog of that is the year begins in Nisan, it ends in Adar, and Purim is the Hatzalah from that. Um. Okay, so now for the for the orphan Hatzalah, how were we saved? So, if you take a look at Purim, the the entire thing revolves around discovering Kalsel's connection to Akodesh Boruchu mitzad the goof. Because remember, it's the goof that's, uh, that, that, that's that's on that road. It's the goof that's that stands to be executed. So, what happens when you get to the end? You have to discover that the end leads back to the beginning. And that's the difference between Klausrel and all the other empires and all the other civilizations and all the other cultures that have risen and fallen. Is what happens when you get to the end? And that's the part that Haman didn't pay attention to. When the poor fell out and other, Haman was Sameach Simcha Gdola. Why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter on the seventh of other. But says the Gemara... But he didn't know, and he probably didn't, he had good records, obviously, because he knew when Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter. But he didn't bother to check when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, because what's an Afkamina when he was born? But says the Gemara, that not only was Moshe Rabbeinu Nifter on the seventh of Adar, but he was also born on the seventh of Adar. So now, the superficial way to look at it would be to say, yeah, we got a counteracting force. You're right, it's not such a good time. It's a little bit, we should be a little bit sad on, on the seventh of other because Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter. But look at the upside, you're also born. No, because if you're Medayak, the language of the Gemara, 
the Gemara says, V'lo haya yodeya, and Haman didn't know, Shibesheva be'adar, then the seventh of Adar, Meis, u'besheva be'adar nolod. Moshe Rabbeinu died in the seventh of Adar, and was born on the seventh of Adar. What's the Gemara repeating itself? What's the Gemara bothering to say again that he that he de- that he was nifted on the seventh of Adar? That that Haman knew very well. That's what he was so happy about. So what the Gemara should say, and he didn't know that Moshe Rabbeinu was also born on seventh of Adar. And my the fact that the Gemara repeats it says he didn't know that he was both pa- both passed away and was born on, on the seventh of Adar. That means to say that. He, therefore, he misunderstood the entire, the entire Petir of Moshe Rabbeinu. The entire Petir of Moshe Rabbeinu is not a loss into nothing. It's a coming back to the source. If you come in and you leave on the same day, it means you've made a cycle. If you made a cycle, then your beginning is, a, is connected to, to... Then your end is connected to the beginning. And that's, that's the koach that Moshe Rabbeinu obviously is a symbol for Klausrel, that when Klausrel reached the end, we discover that we're connected to Hashem. The, the Gemara says, and this is the, this, everybody's talking about the, right? Chai vilish libusume, right? Amorava, Rava said, a person's obligated to become perfumed, spiced, until he doesn't know the difference between Ar Haman and Baruch Mordechai. So the, observe, please uh, don't, don't give this part of the share to, to the rabbis. So the so the Maral says, what's what is this? What is this coming to do? It's coming to show. That Klausel's salvation in Adar was in a state of realizing that we can do nothing. We're completely helpless. We're powerless. And being that we're completely powerless, we turn over all the control to Hashem. There's an unbelievable Pasuk. Pasuk in Mishli says, Betach el Hashem. Beholi Becha, trust in Hashem with all your heart, Velbinoscha Al Tishan. And to your wisdom and to your to your understanding, don't rely. So you see there's a conflict, there's a, there's a, there's a there's a tension between trusting in Hashem with all your heart and being an intelligent person. Bhtakal Hashem Bekoli Becha Velbinoscha Al Tishan. Because when a person is in, intelligent, a person thinks, I can, you know, uh, our, intel, our intelligence is our greatest power, right? I can figure a way out of this. I'll, I'll get some documents, I'll bribe, you, bribe these people, get out, uh, I'll figure out a plan, I'll, I'll get this, this thing and that, that. So that challenge, that, that actually makes it more difficult to trust in Hashem with all of your heart. So Butakal Hashem Bukholi Bechaval Bidaskal Tishan. That's what Klausel fulfilled on Purim. We realized there's nothing we could do. We're, all roads were closed. They've got the entire empire, the whole army, all the power. 
It's a decree from the king, sealed, signed, sent. That's it. Nothing to do. And when you realize you're powerless, then you turn over the power to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And says the morale, that's the Yisod that Rava is teaching us to get drunk on Purim, because when a person gets drunk, he becomes completely helpless. We totally remove our greatest asset, our greatest strength, our greatest power, which is our intelligence. And we realize, I got nothing. Who am I? What can I do? The, and, and that's where we connect to Hashem. Now, there's a, there's, Mesut Hashem talks about it, Derek Hashem talks about it, there's Shnei Emtsoyim Chazakim, that every person is meant to utilize in their Avodas Hashem. Two fundamental avenues of serving Hashem and of connecting to Hashem. Yosef, what are those? You're in Aha, very good. Okay. The awe of heaven and the love for Hashem. And says the says the Mesilus Yisharim that the awe of heaven is meant to be mezachich the goof, is to purify the goof, is to remove the garbage from the goof, from the body. Whereas the Ahavas Hashem is mezdaher, the neshama, it causes the neshama to shine. It arouses us to want to come closer to Hashem. How does one work on those two? So, so Ramchal says, the one first works on Yira, by contemplating the greatness of Hashem, and one's own shiftless, one's own lowliness, compared to Hashem's greatness. And what it does is it humbles and subjugates a person. Because the body, otherwise, is a rebellious animal that wants to satiate its, its, its lusts. And when, when a person realizes this, the grandeur of Hashem, the, 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 the infinite goodness and power and awe of Hashem, and my own lowly physicality, that's crushed. That, 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 those, that drive to be an animal is, is, is put down. That's Yira. And then it opens up the Neshama to get, to be Mizdaher, to shine and radiate in, 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 the, in the arousal of the desire to be Mishtamish Lafon, to, to serve Luis Karevalav, to, to get closer to him. So, on Purim, when a person drinks, and the person hits rock bottom. And he realizes the shiftless, the lowliness of what I am. Then it opens up ourselves to realize the greatness of Hashem and the awe that we can have to that. And that, that's what, that's what Klausel, Klausel saw, we're powerless. And that opened up the channel of, so to speak, surrendering, opening up, taking a step back, and letting Hashem come in and save us. 
and the, and the, and so the salvation itself, the actual mechanism of the salvation and Purim takes place through the guf, through the recognition of our weakness. We open up the space for Hashem to come in. And of course, continuing that theme, besides just the Chayvishli Bisumi, some, some people may not be able to fulfill that mitzvah with Kola Hidurim, depending on what their significant other feels about some of the some of the things that happen as a result of that. So so otherwise, if you look at all the mitzvah sayom, they're all about physicality. Mishloch Manus, we send food to other people. Matalos Levyonim, we make sure that even the poor people can have have money to be able to buy food and to celebrate. The the Sudos Hayom, the, the, the entire day centers around the goof, around the physicality. And now the parallel is Yom Kippur. So I saw Yom Kippur. On the contrary, we kind of take the goof out of the picture. That's with the Chameshi Nuyim, with the five lictures, we, we sideline the goof. We spend the whole day, like Malachi Shares, like heavenly angels, dressed in white, singing to Hashem, getting closer to Hashem, spending the whole day uh, saying Baruch Shem Kod Malchuso out loud, spending the whole day in the base Midrash, in the base Knesset, in Tefillah. And that's from the perspective of Ahava. The, the arousal, the excitement of the Nishama to be Mishtamish Lefnei Melech, to be Misharish Lefnei Melech. So according to this, comes out that the salvation also was parallel. So now we've got, the year has two beginnings and two ends. Therefore, that necessitates that there's going to be, so to speak, a, a death a death inside the goof and a death inside the neshama on both of those ends. And that necessitates a hatzala on both of those, on Yom Kippur, from discovering the greatness of our neshama and how high it can soar and connect to Hashem. And that's where the salvation comes from. And on Purim, discovering the weakness and the frailty of our neshama, of, of our goof. And Welcome and, and so to speak, opening up for Hashem to come all the way down here and save us and be connected to us. And it turns out that the whole thing is parallel. Then maybe we've, we've come on to the explanation of the original statement that we were so bothered by. We said the Yom Kippurim is said to be Kippurim, like Purim. Now the Chafadimian, to be like something, can mean that you're, you're like a pale version of that thing, you're like a, 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 a weaker, just like a, a knockoff of, of what that thing really is. Alternatively, it can be a, a marshal, if I tell you, you know what that thing is like? It's it's like driving a car. You know, like I'm trying to explain to somebody what, what it feels like to to dive into Hashem. Right? It's, it's like driving a car or whatever, right? So what am I doing? I'm trying to talk to the person about something that's otherworldly. 
It's something that's not here, something that's transcendent. And that the person has no ability to grab onto. How do I talk to somebody about what it means spiritual annihilation? About getting a czar dinner in Rosh Hashanah of, of, of being written into the, in, in, into the, into the book of Mavis. How does, how does somebody talk to somebody about, about the, the, the Sutton being Mekatrik and Klausel? How do you talk to somebody about what it means, the hot solo that we get on Yom Kippur? So the answer is, what, what, you, what you do is, you talk to them in a physical sense. You show them the physical, you say, well, it's like that. So, Yom Kippur, which is on the annual cycle of Tishrei being the Rosh Hashanah, in the world of Machshava, in the world of Neshama, is, we, we, we have no ability to grab onto that, we don't know what it's saying, but, it's Ke Purim, it's like Purim. Purim is very easy to relate to, we're going to be annihilated, and we were saved. And we were saved through discovering the connection, the innate, deep connection that we have, irrespective of what I've done, what I am, how smart I am, how great I am, what, what a big, big tzaddik I am. It doesn't make a difference. Because we mevatel all that, and we just say, you know why? Because I am. And, and I'm connected to Hashem through that. And there's a hatzala through that. There's an unbreakable connection that we have to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And therefore thousands of years have gone by. And every great empire has risen and fallen. And every society and every culture has gone bankrupt so many times over. And Klaus will keep becoming rejuvenated. We keep discovering that the end connects back to the beginning. That in our lowliness... In our fall, we discover our closest to Hashem. Maybe that's the pshat of Yom Kippurim is Kippurim. And of course, Lasid Lavo, the, uh, the two are going to be, are going to be connected that even on Yom Kippur, we, we're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be Misaneg, we're going to have a, a, a Tanugim of the, of, of, of the Guf in connection with the Neshama. It's not going to be a steer anymore. That's that's the that's what the uh, midrash says that lost lavo yomakipurim is going to be changed from inui to to oneg. So this is an ex- opportunity to experience in a very real, very concrete, very physical way being saved, being saved because of that unbreakable connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Um, that's an unbelievable. Yom Tov, unbelievable simcha. Looking forward to celebrating with all of you. Um, now, uh, for the questions that you guys have been uh, saving up, thank you very much for waiting. Go ahead. There. Perfect. Okay. So you get to meditate for five minutes until tomorrow. <laughs>